This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. some bears you know shay norling and i myself tyler rocky we're gonna be with you and pretty much until the oil runs out here all right talking bears everything that went down with the number one pick in the upcoming nfl draft being traded for a bevy of picks shay we got the news coming in what was it around 4 30 this afternoon when news broke that first it was rap shout out to ian rapaport Getting the scoop there. Scoop Shafter. Scoop and Shefty there. But he gets the scoop that the Bears are trading the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers for the number nine pick in this year's draft. The 61st pick, a late second rounder in this year's draft. A 2024 first round pick. A 2025 second round pick. And wide receiver DJ Moore. So many different angles to look at when you look at this Bears trade with Carolina. But let's just keep it simple here, all right? What do you think, Bears fans? Do you like what Ryan Poles did at the trade, or not at the trade deadline in trading this number one pick? It almost felt like there was some sort of deadline to be had. He wanted to try to get this thing in motion before free agency kicked off, which is Monday, start of the legal tampering period. So he knows what he has to attack in free agency. So Bears fans... How do you feel about the trade? You're getting a number one receiver in DJ Moore. You are getting a future first rounder. You're getting a future second rounder. You're swapping and staying in the top 10 in this year's draft. And you're also getting a 2025 second rounder. How do you feel, Bears fans? 312-332-3776. Tyler Rocky with Shane Norling here. Skeleton crew we're running with, but we're having a lot of fun with you tonight, late on this Friday night, talking all things Bears with you here on ESPN 1000, the home of the Chicago Bears, your new home for Bears football. But, Shay, when you saw the news break, we were at the United Center. I was sitting next to you. We were sitting next to each other at the United Center, and then all of a sudden we said, you know what? Our services are are better had at the station right now than watching Northwestern lose to Penn State. We can watch that on the TVs right. while we talk to the people. We can watch that most years. Did. We can watch Northwestern lose to Penn State most years. Yeah, that felt like an every year event. Trading the number one overall pick. Hey, just getting it. The first right. time in, what, 70 years mm-hmm. having the number one pick and then getting rid of it, offloading it, bringing in a number one wide receiver, setting yourself up so nicely because now we know, the well, we think we do anyway, the points of attack once free agency opens up a little bit on Monday in the legal tampering period, we have a better idea. And finally, after three months of speculation... We have something real to talk yes. about. Yes. That's the biggest thing. We knew this pick was going to get traded. And, you know, we have to give out some thank yous. We have to start yes. with a thank you to Lovey Smith mm-hmm. for beating the Colts on the final day of the NFL's regular season. I tweeted, put him in the ring of honor. I, Dude, I'd build him a statue. <laughs> Kevin Warren. I'd find a way to retire a number that he never wore. I would find him, a no, way. Retire the number one. Retire the number one for Lovey. 
Well, you know, the quarterback also wears it, <laughs> unfortunately. No, but they got to do something. Like, build him a statue. Do what you got to do. Because this man screwed himself out of a job. He screwed over the team he was coaching. And he did it all so that the Chicago Bears could own the number one pick. And then we have to thank the three quarterbacks, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, really the four, and Bryce Young, for putting on a show at the NFL Combine. And having the people fall in love, and by the people I mean the NFL scouts, fall in love with these quarterbacks so that the arms race for the number one pick could start. Oh yeah, Combine Warriors, nothing quite like it. 312-332-3776. If you want to talk Bears with us, I mean, Lovey Smith, what he has done for this Bears organization, we may look at this, and we were talking, we had a Twitch-only stream earlier today, but we were talking, myself, you, and Jeff Meller, we were talking about, you know, is this the greatest? Was that Week 18 victory over the Indianapolis Colts the greatest win Lovey Smith has ever given this Bears franchise? And there's a couple candidates here. There's obviously that one that we just mentioned. There is the NFC Championship game to get this team to the Super Bowl. And then there is also, you think of a Monday night game against the Cardinals, the Crownham game, right? Where they come back thanks to some Herculean defensive efforts, special teams, all that stuff. All of it boils together and, and they pull off a miraculous come from behind victory on primetime television there. But is this the greatest thing that Lovey Smith has given to the Bears franchises? Going out, winning that game against the, uh, the Indianapolis Colts? And and solidifying that the Bears will have the number one overall pick. It, it really makes you think. And like the way that that you look at what Lovey has done, the he again, that is probably the last game Lovey Smith will be having as a head coach, right? Like probably the last time Lovey Smith is a head coach in the NFL. I can't imagine he gets another it feels like this was his Jim Caldwell exit. He'll be a consultant, a defensive assistant. He'll right. do all of these things someplace. The, the John Fox as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, the John Fox, go be up in the booth, the emeritus <laughs> role. Hell, we'll take you. We'll take you here at, at Soldier Field. Honestly, we'll, if Lovey's going to have an emeritus role any, anywhere, do it here in dude, Chicago. if you want to be a professional check collector, you earned your check up north. You earned your check in Lake Forest. Forget about the statue. Give him a special advisor role and the highest, and like, blank paycheck for Lovey to come and be special advisor for what he did for the future of this franchise. To me, and again, I haven't been around as long. I wasn't, I didn't grow up a Bears fan. I've adopted them. I live here. Mm-hmm. I root for them to do well. It's good for our business. It's good for the city and the fans. On the home of the Bears. That's right. And that's, so, to me, this is absolutely the biggest win Lovey ever gave the Bears. Beating the Colts. Dude, do you know the guts that you have to have to line up for a two-point conversion to yes. win the game when the team you're coaching is holding the number one pick in the draft and all you have to do is lose or tie? The yeah. guts you have to have to line up and go for the win knowing it's going to get you fired. So the Bears are swapping first-rounders with Carolina. They are getting the Panthers' number 9 pick. The Bears have shipped out the number 1 overall pick in this year's draft. On top of the pick swap, they are also getting the 61st pick, a late second-rounder. They are getting a 2024 first-round selection of the Carolina Panthers. They are also getting a 2025 second-rounder. And maybe the biggest piece of the entire trade, 
bringing in wide receiver DJ Moore. And DJ Moore is a guy who, prior to this season, had put together three straight seasons of at least 1,100 yards. He has done everything shy. And listen, DJ Moore's an interesting piece because he's a guy who he may have, he really may have just needed that true quarterback to play with, right? Needed that quarterback to be alongside him. You think about the guys who have thrown him the football. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, the shell of Cam Newton, P.J. Walker. Like, slim pickings there for D.J. Moore. And who knows, is it a similar situation to A.J. Brown where you maybe see traits of a number one receiver there, but you need the quarterback to elevate you to be that true number one stud within the confines of the NFL? And could D.J. Moore be the Bears version of A.J. Brown for this upcoming season? And the flip side of that coin, too, is the number one receiver to elevate the quarterback. Because Jalen Hurts couldn't have done what Jalen Hurts did without A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith out there. Now, if I offer you, because you're now in position to do this, if I offer you D.J. Moore and either Jackson Smith and Jigba, Quentin Johnston, if you choose to use the number nine pick that way, and Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, all of a sudden... Wide receiver room looks pretty good, Tyler. This is yeah. not the uh, cellar-dwelling wide receiver room we saw a year ago. This, to me, if I give you those four names, if I give you DJ Moore, a draft wide receiver in the top ten, uh, Chase Claypool, Darnell Mooney, and whatever order you want to put them, that's one of the more talented receiver rooms in the NFL. No doubt about it. And it's funny. like You're talking about receivers whose number one traits are not, hey, we can run block, right? That's your. That was your receiving You're talking room, about receivers room last who year. can catch the ball. Yes, go no, out, make a play for you. No more of this. They're really good blockers. They help Justin Fields in the scrambles, get downfield, corral their guys. No, no, we're going to get open and we're going to catch the ball. That's what I want to see from the Bears. And by the way, talk, we always talk about this being a new era of the Chicago Bears here on the home of the Chicago Bears. Going out and getting offense, and specifically going out and getting a wide receiver, a guy who, for his career, would be the all-time leader in Bears receptions by a wide receiver, the other two being running backs, that's a big move. That feels like a new era of the Chicago Bears move. That feels like a team that's operating a little differently than the history they've maybe married themselves too much to in the past. Tyler Rocky, Shea Norling, hanging out with you here on the home of the Chicago Bears. You want to chime on in, 312-332-3776. Let's kick things off and go downtown. Downtown Dean. What's going on, Dino? Oh, hold on one second, Dean. We we are working with a, a... All right, you got us now, Dean. All right, word. Hey, I'm on my way home, and what a treat I get to hear... Shamrock Shane Norling and the chosen one Tyler Hockey. This is awesome. Appreciate it. Shamrock Shane Norling. I like that. St. Patty's weekend, depending what calendar you follow. And I, so I just want to point out, I, I'm not a huge Bears fan. I didn't grow up a Bears fan, but I think that this is magnificent work by Ryan Poles. Uh, DJ Moore is entering his age 25 season. So he's right in that sweet spot. He's under contract, right, for what, three more years? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it's a pretty nice contract. He's been very productive, as you pointed out, and he hasn't exactly had world beaters passing him the ball. You know, I think he worked a little bit, if I'm mistaken, 
if I'm not mistaken, with Cam Newton. And, uh, but mostly Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield these last couple of years. So the draft picks, uh, DJ Moore is also, I, I haven't had a chance to look it up yet, but isn't he a bigger guy? He's six foot. Um, six oh, foot, I think 210, right, I, I was, yeah. I was getting him mixed up with like a, uh, someone else that was on Carolina. But yeah, I love this for the Bears. I think that you couldn't have asked uh, Ryan Poles to do a better job. And uh, I'm excited for Bears Nation. Bear down, fellas. Have a great weekend. Bear down, baby. That's downtown Dean. Appreciate the phone call. You want to jump in, 312-332-3776. Giddy and excited is pretty much how you're feeling as a Bears fan right now. You see this notification come across from Ian Rappaport. your, Your day has finally come. And you go out and you make the big move there. Raul is in Logan Square. What's up, Raul? What up, guys? Yeah, man, super excited. Y'all were talking about Lovey Smith, man. Shaw from a linebackers coach job over here in uh, in Chicago, man. You know, <laughs> you know to thank him. You know, I think he had he wanted the revenge for losing the Super Bowl against the Colts. So I think he went for that two point conversion for revenge. You know, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I think. Uh, I think uh, going into nine, you justify uh, actually getting that wide receiver. My son, uh, Noah, he said, get Jake from Ohio State. You know, it's a copycat league, and it's trending. Quarterbacks see me number with their wide receivers from college. You see it in Cincinnati. You see it in other places. And I think Yeah, Philadelphia. I think you could just Miami. justify it now at nine. I think what I'm super excited about is um, the free agency. That's going to show us which way they're going to lean towards the draft so if you go get that tackle um and then you beef up the line maybe you know it shows their cards of where they're gonna go with that number nine pick but i'm excited i want to party and go to the bar man have a good time just knowing that that we're in a good place now you do that raul and drink responsibly as well my friend have a good time tonight man if you can't drink responsibly, drink carefully. Yeah, that's what I always say. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. You want to hop on in? So DJ Moore coming over the Bears' way as well. Hopefully, that's a piece now that you're growing with Justin Fields, and then the draft capital as well. The Bears now possess ten picks in this upcoming NFL draft. Four of those picks are day one or day two picks. So you've got your first round pick, and then you've got. Three picks in rounds two and three for the Chicago Bears this upcoming off or this upcoming draft. And just to touch on what Raul said, talking about copycat league doing it the way Philly did, doing it the way like pairing up the wide receiver with their college quarterback. You've seen that now in Cincinnati with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. We've seen it in Philly with Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith. We've seen it in Miami with Tua and Jalen Waddle. You can do that, and it's been really effective, but it's also a little bit, like we talked about, Tyler, in the Twitch show, it's a little bit of zigging when other people zag. You are copying kind of what the Eagles have done going out and getting the wide receiver, but you're doing it in a very different way. Like, the Eagles compiled assets over kind of a lengthy period of time. They had pieces in place already that they were able to use. The Bears tore this thing down. They ripped the studs down. They've done things in a way 
way where no team was ever willing to swallow as much dead cap money as the Bears were willing to. No team was willing to give up on contracts the way that they were. Every mm-hmm. team kind of operated in the sense that if we're paying you or if you're going to be on our books in any capacity, you're going to be on our team. The Bears were very different in that, like, we're willing to trade anyone and everyone and just get we'll swallow the money this year for future payoff, and we're starting to see that now, where I feel like the Bears are Kind of the leaders in the clubhouse ushering in a new way of doing things. Yeah, and, and someone like we may be talking in a couple of years from now about the the process by which teams go out and try to construct their roster. And we heard this year, oh, follow the Eagles model, follow the Dolphins model. We may be hearing in a couple of years from now, follow the Bears model. And at that point, it may be too late. And it's also a, a process that requires a lot of patience. And I don't know how many owners are willing to stomach that sort of patience and, and try to go out, actively lose, and all that stuff. 312-332-3776. If you want to jump on into the conversation here, we're talking Bears with you. You know, I brought up all the different pieces that the Bears have come in their way in this trade that they have made with the Carolina Panthers for the number one overall pick. They are getting the number nine pick. They are getting the 61st pick in the upcoming draft. They are getting the first round pick of next year for the Carolina Panthers and the second round pick of 2025 from the Carolina Panthers. One NFL reporter, though, has disclosed which part of the deal is most enticing for the Bears. We'll tell you what that was and take more of your phone calls coming up next. Tyler Rocky, Shay Norling, talking Bears with you. 312-332-3776. The Bears have traded the number one overall pick in this year's NFL draft to the Carolina Panthers. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Tyler Rocky and Shane Norling talking Bears with you. The Bears have traded the number one overall pick. It is going to the Carolina Panthers as Ryan Poles has finally shipped the pick out. In return, the Bears will be getting the number nine overall pick in this year's draft. A 2024 first round pick of the Carolina Panthers. A 61st overall pick in this year's draft. A 2025 second round pick and wide receiver DJ Moore who Coming off of a a down season by his expectations, 888 yards. I know, down season, 888 yards and seven touchdowns for him. Career high in touchdowns, one of his lower yardage outputs for the season and one of his lower reception outputs as well with 63 catches. Um, And then, but before that, he had three consecutive seasons of 1,100 yard seasons without having any sort of talent at the quarterback position. When he goes and plays with Justin Fields now, Shay, Fields will be the most talented quarterback he will have had played with over the course of his NFL career. Certainly the best deep ball thrower. Yeah. I think like a lot of people talk about DJ Moore 
And I remember earlier in the season talking about should the Bears trade for DJ Moore and get help. Like, do you remember before the trade deadline last season yeah. talking about this? Mm-hmm. And it, we thought he would be available. He was disgruntled. There were aspersions of wanting out cast upon him. We were talking about this as a genuine thing. Should the Bears do this? And pretty much everybody was like, he doesn't really change what this team is. But now it feels like. Moving forward, bringing in a genuine number one receiver and giving him a guy who throws a really great deep ball, who is the most talented quarterback he's ever played with. And DJ Moore, when you really look at it, like the Bears needed an outside receiver and the best available is Jacoby Myers and free agency. DJ Moore is leaps and bounds better. You have a guy who in, in five seasons has over 5,000 yards receiving. He would be the Bears' leading receiver at the wide receiver position all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this, like, Tyler, we could make the argument, you just went and got the best receiver the Chicago Bears have ever had. That's what this trade is. Sorry, Tom Waddle. But, like, well, it, it, you look at... You look at what Much the respect to Tommy now. <laughs> Don't put that on me. Okay, so you look at the, the the kind of move that the Bears have made. All right, and I've likened it to maybe this is their version of AJ Brown here that they have gone out and acquired. You look at the numbers that AJ Brown put up with Tennessee prior to coming to Philadelphia. It's not even close. It's not even close. DJ Moore shatters the numbers that A.J. Brown put up in Philadelphia. He has more yards in, in pick, pick any sample of the three seasons. He has more yards than A.J. Brown. He has more uh, catches than A.J. Brown. A.J. has the slight edge in touchdowns, but the yardage and the catches, if you are put with the right situation and a right quarterback, and even when he was in Tennessee, I'll take Ryan Tannehill over whatever noodle arms were thrown to, to D.J. Moore in Carolina. Right. And and something else, too, is like you're also giving him a creative play caller. And I know that we didn't see tons of success from Luke Gensey. There was a little the stretch when the Bears were healthy and clicking offensively in the middle of the season when they were scoring pretty routinely 30 plus points. And we saw a lot of creativity out of Luke Getze. There were play designs. The one that sticks out to me was the Darnell Mooney at the end of the Washington game mm-hmm. where he was schemed open. Like there, yes. were, there were times where Getze was clearly scheming things open. And just whether it was an issue of receiver, an issue of health, an issue of fields not having developed into that role yet. Things weren't able to be executed. Like, plays weren't finishing. But the design and the concept was there. And now I think when you add a piece of talent like DJ Moore and you go out and think, boy, we could add more, whether it's offensive line, wide receiver in the draft, what do we want to do in free agency? All of a sudden, we're looking at a receiving room that... Every time I turn on this station, whether it's Carmen, whether it's uh, Sylvie, whether it's on my own show with Cap and Hood, somebody's talking about why can't we have a thousand yard receiver on the Chicago Bears? Now you got one. And maybe he doesn't go and get a thousand yards next year, but 3,000 yard seasons? Now you have that guy. Now it feels like a different Bears team. And this, Tyler, the big thing now, too. There's finally something to be excited about in Chicago sports. No doubt about it. 312-332-3776 if you've got a thought on the Bears trade. So I did tease this before the break, all right? 
Again, all of the different assets that the Bears have gotten in return. It is a pick swap of the first round. They are moving down to nine. They are also getting a second round pick this year. They are also getting a first rounder next year and a second rounder in 2025. And then, of course, DJ Moore, who we've spent an, an extensive amount of time talking about here. Ed Werder from ESPN has tweeted this out, tweeted this out about 40 minutes ago. Asked a Bears source what they liked most about what they acquired in trading the number one overall pick to the Panthers. The response, DJ Moore. We were talking a little bit about this when we were on the the Twitch-only stream earlier today. You, myself, Jeff Miller, Waddle and Sylvia were there for a little bit as well. And we were talking about what is the, or you and I were talking about what is the piece that excites you the most. And for me, I have DJ Moore at number two. For myself, I have my most intriguing piece is actually the 2024 first rounder because of what that could be. And for all we know, we could be doing the same exercise again next year, flipping that highly sought after pick and moving down in the draft and acquiring even more capital. So for me, I have DJ Moore as my second. And that doesn't take away from how excited I am that DJ Moore is going to be wearing a Bears uniform. I am extremely, extremely excited for the prospect of having him in a Bears uniform. But I think the, the what you can do with a number one pick for what I am expecting to be a bad Panther team next year, what you can do with that first first round pick next year, I'm pretty excited about. Because a lot of Bears fans have been giddy about the thought of maybe Marvin Harrison Jr. joining this Bears roster. That's a pick that you could be using on Marvin Harrison Jr. for next year. And that's that's the fantasy. That's the sex-fueled dream for what happens next season is the Carolina Panthers go out and do what teams usually do when they trade up into the top five to draft a quarterback. Recent history, it's Carson Wentz. The Eagles, they were the the darling of the group at seven and nine. Uh, you had the Bears going up to get Mitch Trubisky. They won five games. And you had the Rams going up to get Jared Goff. They won four games. And the only reason they weren't at the very top of the draft is because San Francisco won two. So there's a good chance that this Carolina team trades up, gets a Individuals and businesses oh. with tax problems. Listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances if you owe over 10000 all right, continue your point, Shay. You you were you were there, and then all of a sudden you got interrupted. This is the skeleton crew. <laughs> you, I mean, of you and I, we have no one to, but to blame but ourselves here. There's literally how was I supposed to? anyway? So the point I was making to you is this: like, well, I don't remember the point. Now I've lost my train of thought. All right, you know who can get us back on the on the tracks here, Chris? He's in Aurora. What's up, Chris? Gentlemen, how are you? Fantastic. What you got for us? Great day to be a Bears fan. I just want your uh, thoughts here on speculation that I built up in my own head here. I thought for sure if it was going to be Carolina, Brian Burns would be packaged into this deal, and I understand the upside with D.J. Moore, but if you can take a proven rusher, which our defensive definitely needs, that you're not going to get with a Jalen Carter or Will Anderson at nine, I just don't understand how that couldn't come together. Yeah, it's something that Shay and I talked about, too. I threw out the hypothetical of, you know, Brian Burns, Chris, was a name that was on the trading block at, at the trade deadline and then obviously DJ Moore. And I thought to myself, okay, 
would you rather have DJ Moore as a part of the trade or would you rather have Brian Burns? And I think I slightly lean Brian Burns just because, you know, I think with the nine pick, you can probably find a better receiver there than you can find an edge rusher. I think you're more likely to find someone as good as DJ as uh, DJ Moore at nine. But then here you go. You got the most cap space in the league. Go sign Draymond Jones. Go, 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 uh, go yeah. sign anybody. Go fill the defensive line in free agency, like there are ways to do that. And I know Deron Payne was what everybody wanted. That came off the board. There are still places you can go and find those guys. The dream world is Jalen Carter drops to nine. Yeah. And we get what we wanted anyway. To wrap up the point I was making, I was kind of reminded of it by our Twitch chat. When teams trade up for quarterbacks into the top five, it's Wentz in the Eagles winning seven. It's Trubisky and the Bears winning five. It's Goff and the Rams winning four. There's a very good chance Carolina next year is awful and picking in the top five. Yep. And that pick comes right to us. Yep. By the way, we will have a special lineup for you on Monday. It is a Bears Bonanza Monday, 5 to 9 a.m. Cap and Jay Hood will kick things off a little extra early for you here on ESPN 1000. Then after that, from 9 to 11, you'll get Bleck and Abdallah. 11 to 2, Carmen and Yurko. 2 to 6, Waddle and Sylvie. 6 to 8, myself and Jeff Meller. So you will be getting a special lineup here on ESPN 1000. Looking forward to all of that coming up on this Monday. We'll take more of your calls coming up next here. Again, the Bears have traded the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers. It will... It's netted a great return, and we're talking about it with you here on ESPN 1000. Tyler Aki and Shane Norling with you here on Chicago's Home for Sports and Chicago's new home of the Chicago Bears. Bears have made a huge trade. They have sent the number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers. Pick swap. They'll get pick number nine. Also get a 2024 first rounder, a second rounder this year, and a second rounder in 2025. Tyler Rocky and Shane Norling with you. And we'll sweeten the deal up a little bit more. DJ Moore is also headed to the Chicago Bears. Uh, 312-332-3776. We're going to try to squeeze everyone in here. Chase, on the south side, you got to be quick, Chase. Yo, what's happening, fellas? What up, Chase? Happy ba- Happy Bears Day. Happy Bears Day to you, too. You got to be quick here, Chase. Uh, yeah, on I'm going to be quick with y'all, man. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be quick with y'all. Hey, uh, so... You know the good thing about this now. So, could you imagine if we drafted that receiver from TCU? Yeah, already Johnson. On to what? Yeah, could you imagine that? How good this would be? I mean, that would. I mean, you go from having the worst receiver role to the best. So, that I mean, that's something to get excited about. But uh, yeah, man, that's. I mean, this, this trade. Uh, I mean, it sets up perfectly for them. I mean, and you think about, and I make this one more quick before you let me go. I mean, don't you feel like the, the Bears kind of sort of fleeced the Panthers in a way because they gave up a lot to give yeah. unknown for yeah. the unknown quarterback. I saw so the, word, I guess I, the word fleece was trending on Twitter. And, Chase, we appreciate the phone call there. You have a good night. Fleeced was trending on Twitter. I absolutely think they fleeced him. I do, too. The first reaction, and I put this on Twitter, guys, Ryan Poles might be really good at this. Yeah. Like, the, the way he was able to get this done before uh, free agency, which never happens. The last time the, uh, the pick got traded before the draft, the top pick or a top five pick, was, I think, 2016. It happened two weeks before the draft, well after free agency. It never gets done this early. No. This is a guy who, who figured out a way 
way to do it in a way that it's never been done and get an incredible return back. Like if the worst asset you're getting back for the number one pick is two seconds, you did a really good job. I agree. Tony in Willowbrook. Be quick, Tony. Hey, guys. Um, love your show. I was just wondering uh, what you thought about or if it would be out of the realm of possibility for the Bears to possibly trade back up to the number three, knowing Arizona doesn't need a quarterback, not knowing you know what their thoughts are on Jalen Carter, but possibly using the capital, the Bears' capital they have, to trade back up to possibly get Jalen Carter or Will Anderson? Yeah, uh, Tony, it's an interesting question, but my answer is no. Not doing it. You don't trade down just to trade back up. Because then you're you're kind of negating some of the draft capital you acquire. I feel the same way, and I feel like this was the move where if they were going to go anywhere else in the draft, they would have just traded with that team. I feel like DJ Moore was the target who was always in the sights, and they were going to do what they had to do to get DJ Moore for the number one pick. I this the way that this went down. I don't feel like they were ever trading with Houston, and I don't feel like they were ever trading with Indianapolis. They wanted to get a player back, and Carolina had the ability to do it. Yeah, you're going to have plenty more. Bears talk throughout the weekend. Peggy and Dion tomorrow, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Also, Jeff Meller and Brian Hanley from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on Sunday. So we will talk with you all later. And don't forget, it is going to be a Bears Bonanza Monday. Early morning for you, Shay. 5 a.m. Cap and Jay Hood get you going. 5 a.m. Five to nine a.m. It'll be Black and Abdallah nine to eleven. Carmen and Yurko eleven to two. Waddle and Sylvie two to six. And myself and Jeff Meller six to eight. What a day it has been to be a Bears fan, Shay. Yeah, I, I mean, and I'm not, but I, I root for them because <laughs> I live in this town, and it's just you adopt the team. What an incredible day! This exceeded my expectations. It's been fun. We'll I'll talk see you, to you Sunday, yep. pal. We'll all talk to you guys later. Basketball, you with myself and Shane Norling on Sunday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. We'll talk to you guys later.